0: What's happening, everyone? Welcome, morning, afternoon. I'm already messing up. It's Saturday. We're ready for Big Cast 113. It is a pleasure to be here. I'm excited because, uh, as crazy as it sounds, you're you're back with the dynamic duo. So That's I'll right, be your man. host today. Yeah, man. Ainsley <coughs> Bowden, you guys know me. Keep it simple, as Ains. Um, joined by my uh, Ubi Dan back, Ubi Dan backwards. I'm not That's getting right. it.
1: What's well, Ubi soft forward, right? That we're going to talk God about tonight.
0: <laughs> you said my names were bad last week. <laughs> I, I'm I only giving you, you 50 on that one. I'm only giving yeah, you 50. Yeah,
1: all right, that's fine. I'll take it. <laughs> I, got, I got a pile of you know good stuff. <laughs>
0: and you want to show off the shirt real quick while we're at it? Oh, Cyberpunk. Let me tell you New something. New
1: Cyberpunk. These guys. Two days. Took me two days to get them. That's it. Good that's price. Awesome. Amazing. Good quality shirts amazing stuff they're
0: amazing quality shirts they really oh, yeah. are yeah i mean ours are good they put ours to shame oh, yeah. um as i was telling okay. dan beforehand though, no, i'm not quite we don't really have the reserve funding that cd project red does you know we're getting there we're getting there but we're not we're not quite to that level yet That's Bullshit. <laughs> we're working at it so anyway guys we had uh We had uh, some guests we were working with. We've still got a lot of guests we want to get on the show. We were working with some people. uh, Some things came up. uh, So Mads, who I think most people know, he's been on Iron Lords podcast. Mads Gaming has his own channel. He's going to join us next week instead. He's on vacation this week. Um, Sean Labrie, who I think you guys all know, artist, he's going to join us in the near future as well. And then we've got a real special episode week after next, right after the Xbox Showcase, we're doing a dynamic duo duo between Dan and I and Cog and King from Iron Lords, and we're going to do a four-person post Xbox event. Um, that should be uh, that should be just a blast. We're already talking and collaborating on that, so that's going to be real fun. So, yep. but a this week I said I was excited. If you, say it again. Say a lot of knees, a lot of bushes. Yeah, uh, we're going to be throwing all kinds of people in the bushes. I think I so. Think so. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> So, anyway, I said I was excited this week because we're, you know, we came into 2020, if you recall, and you, you've been following us for a while. We came into 2020 with just Ann and I, and uh, we did a lot of shows, just the two of us. Um, and sometimes it's kind of fun, right? Because uh, it's we collaborate and we know each other so well, we can go back and forth rather easily. And it also, now that we're live, gets to include a, a lot more of chat. So I'm looking forward to kind of an open conversation with you guys today, which I think will be real fun too. So, um, See Diego, Carl, Paul, Jordan, all the usual characters. Elu, Walter, what's up, everyone? Good to see you. Lucky Paul. Jordan, I'm still laughing at your gif, man. I love the shirt, by the way. It looks great. <clears throat> great color choice. I think Dan and I are both like, oh, man, now we got to order more shirts. I know it. It, it just looks so good. It's but um, yeah, that gif you posted had me cracking up. I've watched that so many times. Uh, the good news here. Uh, we're putting pressure on Elu, he said, and uh, Carl has pants on. So that's a good start to the show. Um Matt, what's up Leonidas? What's up buddy? Good to see Super you. Super overrated. <laughs> Not Leonidas.
1: No, no, Pants.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was bad timing of your comment. Um <laughs> And then uh also, I think this is it this week we're going to be back on Wilmy's show, Beyond the Box?
1: I think so. I think that's what he said.
0: Yeah, but, I think so. So yeah.
1: go ahead. No, that, that he said a couple weeks a couple weeks ago, so we will see, I guess.
0: Okay, for yeah. Sure. So I think um, I think both Dan and I are going to be on Wilmy's show, uh, which is Wednesday night. So we'll check that out. Anyway, let's get into uh, let's get into some stuff. So weekly poll this week, one of the big comments, or excuse me, one of the big things that happened this week was the Far Cry Six leak. And so, simple question from the weekly poll this week from Season Gaming, which was, you know, are you excited for Far Cry Six? I know we've talked quite a bit about Far Cry and it basically needing to evolve a little bit. I think a lot of people feel that way. Um, but at the same time, it still has a really big following. They still sell extremely well, and I think um, you know what we've seen so far to this leak, right? With Giancarlo Esposito being the villain, and uh, you know the leak, of course, on the front of the art is that it looks like he plays either a father figure or father to a kid who presumably is Voss uh, from Far Cry Three, probably the most famous, I would say. Don't you think, villain of well, I, any other Far Cry? I would the far say
1: Cry? he's the most. If you can have a villain that's beloved, then that would be him. <laughs> even yeah. though he was a psycho uh, and a crazy person, but he was definitely one of the best. I mean, it, it was—I <clears throat> mean, the best. I think. I mean, I can't even remember the first two. Um, and I never played
0: the first two. To be honest, yeah, it's—it's I
1: mean, it's been so long. But um, yeah, it was—it was him. There was another guy in there that was a villain, but he just—it wasn't boss. You know, he's just, he stands out above everybody. I mean, the father in five was actually, you know, pretty good. I yeah, I, got I liked really him. Job with him. Um, yeah. But still not the same.
0: So this is very, very interesting to
1: me. Yeah,
0: I think it's gonna be good. So our, our community is kind of mixed on it, but kind of similar, right? So 42% are excited for it. Yes, just definitively excited for it. Um, yes, if the formula is mixed up, which was our second option, which is 31%. So like we said, I think a lot of people are feeling it just needs something fresh uh you know they had far cry 5 which was beautiful um but it didn't mix up a whole lot from 4 and then you had new dawn which i think you reviewed for us didn't you
1: yeah i did yep yeah. it was super short well i mean comparatively i guess to like a far cry game it was basically uh, uh sequel to five so it's kids I, right well it it was it was like there goes I my camera you know, yeah perfect i don't know if, everybody's played five so i mean i don't want to spoil everything but uh towards the end of the game stuff happens this is kind of the aftermath of whatever happens and uh so you kind of play in in that same same kind of area so i I think it's pretty much the same setting as five it's just uh you know years down the road so um but yeah i mean it was it was all right you know, but you know, it's Ubisoft, it's a Ubisoft Far Cry game. So, you know, you're going to, you know, what you're getting, it's not going to change a whole lot. It's, it's, you know, but it's familiar, which is why I,
0: so yeah, I think, well, that's the thing, right? You got to mix that familiarity with, you know, keeping it fresh. And that's a hard balance to walk sometimes. Um, especially with sequels, people, developers talk about that all the time. So, And then uh, just 26% flat out said, no, they're not excited for it. Maybe that'll change depending on what we see tomorrow. You know, the inconvenience here of recording on Saturday midday is that the Ubisoft conference is tomorrow. And so we'll talk a lot more about it next week when we've definitively seen gameplay and whatnot. But we want to jump into it anyway. So uh, I see um, uh, Shizno and, uh, man, James, Mariano, good to see you. Mariano, don't do it. Yeah, don't, stop, don't do it. It. stop giving us money. And uh Fonz, what's up, Fonz? Yeah, I know. This chair is ridiculous, man. I was very lucky to get one. So uh I, I don't think uh Grounded Gamer is Fonz. I don't know if anyone is excited for Cyberpunk, Dan included, uh compared to Fonz. He, he challenges you, Dan, for excitement it's, it's there. pretty close. It's got to be pretty close. <laughs> I'm so pumped for that damn game. I know, I think many of us are. And Marion, what's up, dude? Good to see you. So, um, all right, so that's Far Cry 6. Uh, What we do know about it is uh, it comes out February 18th. So we've already got a first quarter major release scheduled. Um, You know, what we saw in 2020 and uh, 2019, or more recent years, right, is we're starting to get big games year-round. So pretty cool to see Far Cry 6 coming uh, February 18th. And, of course, we'll all be playing on our Series Xs, PlayStation 5s, etc. by then as well. So, um, could be cool. There is a free upgrade as well uh, on the PSN store where this leak occurred. It said a free upgrade for people who buy PS4 version to PS5 and presumably that'll be the same for X1 X and uh, One and uh, Series X. So pretty cool there. Um, anything specific? Before we jump to Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed, et cetera, Dan, anything from Far Cry 6 like anything you can think of off the top of your head you want to see in Far Cry that would make it more interesting to you?
1: I mean, if you story has to be really, really good. You know, that's that's you you know what you're going to get in as far as mechanics. You know, you're going to be jumping the towers, you know, to open up different areas. You know, there's going to you know, you're going to have to raid some bases, you know, but the story in three, you know, I think carried it a lot farther, you know, and, and kind of set the bar. And really, since then, you know, it's been OK, but it hasn't really been like top notch. Like I said, five was pretty close <clears throat> for me. But it's all the same kind of stuff but for me i like that familiarity i like the fact that i can you know i know what i'm getting into with far cry and you know Giancarlo uh, esposito is fantastic in breaking bad he's in the mandalorian he's, he's excellent so i think it's got the potential to be one of the best you know uh stories we'll see how they do
0: yeah yeah i think for far cry right the villain is key yeah, I think that's I been think. the case ever since, as you kind of said, Boss became beloved. Um, so with him, that's major, major talent you're bringing in, right? So they better not waste it. I hope the writing is as good as the talent. Because that that's some of the worst things you see in games. When they bring in big-name actors or voice actors, and then they're just put in front of bad writing. You know, that just ruins it. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, James makes a good point, too. James, what's up, man? And Zardin, what's up? Uh, he says, with COVID, it's far too early to take any release date as fact. So that's true as well. Right now, it's scheduled for February 18th. So, we'll see. All right. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Um, got that as our cover art this week. And uh, I personally am very, very, very excited for this. Uh, so, I think Valhalla probably for... I would say for many people, most people, kind of takes the cake of the most uh, anticipated game from Ubisoft. But I, for me, Watch Dogs Legion is either right up there with it, or it may even be past it, depending on what they do with the game. Um, so, for me, uh, Dan, I know... The big thing here is I love Watchdogs. Uh, the fact that it's in modern-day London is a huge, huge thing for me. I mean, I'm English love London to death. My favorite city in the world, and um, just the capabilities of what they talked about with the AI and some of the humor as well. I think is really, really cool. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know if we've talked about Watchdogs and where you are on it.
1: I'm, I'm you know, from what you guys said, you know, and what you saw at E3, um, that. There were some issues with like facial animations. There were some issues with some other things. You know, I, I want a polished game. Obviously, they delayed it for, I'm sure that reason. Um, it, it's it's got a very interesting concept that I think will play out pretty well. Um, Watchdogs, the, the last two were kind of just mad for me. Um, I'd like to see what they do. I mean, I, I want to you know being able to take control of pretty much anybody just wandering around the streets is a super like it's very what's the word I'm looking for ambitious and one yeah very so I understand why they're having those kind of problems um I don't know man I mean yeah I'm gonna play it probably gonna play it day one um I want to see what they do I just hope they get it all fixed up
0: yeah so uh funny enough real quick going back to Far Cry sorry guys I kind of jumped ahead but a few things so uh, uh Vaughn said uh really need better driving mechanics in Far Cry that's no doubt. Those driving yeah, yeah. mechanics were hilarious. For, yeah, for sure. I like being on the elephant, though. Um, and yeah. then uh, someone said, uh, I think it was James said, uh, real co-op in Far Cry would be interesting if you could kind of run through that world to people. Yeah. Uh, could be could be crazy. Um, anyway, back to Legion. Yeah, so I actually went on the Ubisoft press site this morning and looked it up to see what they actually had on the press site for Legion. And the funny thing about it is uh, <laughs> it shows that it has an embargo that ends on October 6, 2019. So that just goes to show you that you know the planned release for that game was last fall, um, and they delayed it. It was part of that big delay of multiple Ubisoft titles, where Eve, the uh, CEO, came out and basically said, uh, "We talked about this, I think, before, right? With mm-hmm. Breakpoint, just kind of not doing so well on the review scores out of the gate. Um, they took some of their big titles back to the drawing board and said they want to make them more unique and they want to make them have more polish at launch, which are both good things, right? We talk all yeah. the time about Ubisofty games." Um, so, but I think, uh, for Legion, when I saw it and I've talked about this too, but when I saw it last year, it looked beautiful. I think the mechanics look really cool, but a lot of the kind of nuances of it were pretty rough. The facial animations, uh, some of the other things are pretty rough. So I'm glad they've had this extra year plus to develop on it. But I think, um, I think it's going to be amazing. Someone said, I think it was Leonidas said, who doesn't want to beat people up as an old granny? Uh, yeah, exactly. I think it's just, it's going to be one of those games that's just fun. Um, and I think we—it's always good to have open-world games, in my opinion, or any game that's just fun. That's the focus for it. So, pretty pumped for that. No, um, say it again.
1: No, I said 100%, man. I mean, it, 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 it's with this much time, you know, considering when it was probably supposed to release, like you said, there should be no excuse for it not to be outstanding and not be full of bugs. But like you know, it's, you know, it's, an, it's an ambitious title. We'll see what they do. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm tempering my expectations, <laughs> but you know, I love Ubisoft, so I really don't complain about much of what they do. So,
0: you know, the funny thing talking about Ubisoft this week has been that, uh, I think that's a a common sentiment. I think there are those critics who are pretty vocal about Ubisoft. I know Bert's one of them. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he talks a lot about Ubisoft, the games, but, there are millions and millions and millions and millions of people that just love Ubisoft games, even though they can be a little samey, even though they can be a little kind of collect a thons uh, at times. I think people just, there's something about them. It's almost like a comfort food. You know, you turn on Assassin's Creed, you turn on watchdogs, far cry division. You kind of, you know, you at a high level, you know what you're going to get. Um, and you also know that you're going to get a lot of, a lot of time. They're big games, right? Yeah. They're, Big experiences, you get a lot for your money, which is which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm that's that's my value. I mean, I I, I want to buy a game, I want to get a bunch of time out of it. Um, but like I said, there's it's it's the comfort food, man. I'm, I love Ubisoft games. Like if it were actually food, I'd be even fatter. <laughs> even fatter. So it's. <laughs> I mean, but I always find myself going back to them too that's the thing you know yeah like, can, there's always
0: like, something to do in them
1: right yeah like I didn't do half of this other game you know I didn't do this I actually have far cry 3 I played a little bit um, a few weeks ago the remastered version just to kind of you know jump back into it and see how it was it's fantastic still good
0: I forgot I even owned that because that came I got far cry 5 ultimate edition that came with it yeah so I know I own it I never i never went back and played it same. But, yeah, see, Shizno says Ubi's his favorite publisher, you know, same thing. Um, so James asked about Skull and Bones, and that's one we've touched on a little bit, too, is, uh, you know, I think we said, what did we say last week? I played that game at E3 2018, so two years ago. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think they're going to cancel that game, James. I think it's actually going to be a very good game. I would just give it a little, a little time. I don't know if we're going to see it tomorrow, honestly, but that game... Uh, has a ton of potential. I don't think they're going to leave it behind. I think it'll be very good when they do kind of bring it out. But it, it felt like they needed to, again, we're going back to the Ubisoft conversation. It, it didn't have its kind of its own identity. And I think that's what they probably went back to do is to make it feel like something different.
1: Yeah, I mean, for, for that game, it looked really cool when they showed it. But, you know, it's, it's a pirate game. And then you got Sea of Thieves and they've improved their game so much even since they announced that game. That, yeah. you know, you're kind of, you know, people are going to be, you know, kind of ingrained already in, in, in a game that's got that setting. Now, it's different. Obviously, it's more, you know, it looked different anyway. I can't speak on exactly what it was, but um, we'll see. I mean, again, Ubisoft, I'll buy it and play it day one. <laughs> <My> <laughs> of course,
0: Marion has to bring up Splinter Cell, which right, we'll we talk joke about, about all the time here. I think we're, we're at a point where we're done talking about Splinter Cell until they actually show something because... Yeah. Uh, I think it's been two and a half years now. We've guessed that they're going to show Splinter Cell, and never comes true. So, yeah, it's uh, it's frustrating. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> I, and that co- I, and that ties into why we uh, really want kind of a mature rebooted Perfect Dark, right? If you're going to do Perfect Dark, do it like a mature Splinter Cell. Is because we haven't gotten a game like that in a long well, people
1: time. People will start forgetting about it then, maybe. Yeah,
0: maybe, eh, maybe not.
1: Everybody's yeah, always going to
0: want. It. I don't know. I don't know. What's up, Vogel? Good to see you. What's up, Luke? Good to see you. Still, I still don't have any info on uh, the LEGO Star Wars, Luke. Uh, if I do hear something, we'll certainly call it out on one of these shows. That is, uh, It's coming soon, though. All right. Nice. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, probably the biggest game, I would say, right, oh, for, yeah. for Ubisoft good. by far. Uh, I had a huge impression when it was first announced. We're going to see gameplay. We did get a leak this week, which uh, we a- I actually have kind of stored the video i know it was pulled down all over the place i do have it saved we obviously can't publish it or put it on the site for uh you know legal and copyright reasons but uh, i did watch a little bit of it um did you watch it yeah i watched it yep. okay it so minutes. i don't know about you but for me you know um and I'm, i know we talked about this but it, it for those who haven't watched it it's very it looked very very similar to odyssey
1: i mean that's what it is
0: i mean it's it, it is. It's yeah odyssey in england with vikings
1: yeah, I'm fine <laughs> with that too, that's awesome. That's that's the thing, I mean, yeah, is it a little bit lazy? Maybe, I don't know, I mean, yeah, but it looked exactly the same, you know, the skills on the bottom the right and left hand corners were there, uh, it was kind of a rough cut, you know, obviously it was, you know, not yeah. like the, you really can't knock it, it for like that. an alpha,
0: alpha build, oh, right? right, with some yeah. low resolution kind of upload,
1: yeah. Yeah, there were some issues with like the voice syncing and stuff like that, but nevertheless, It looked awesome. It looked like more of what I like. So that's all that matters to me anyway. I mean, I understand people get bored of the same, you know, equation all the time. Well, this this, is what we were
0: just talking about. Yeah, I
1: don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I just want more because I I know what I'm going to be able to do. I know I'm going to get close to 100 hours out of that game, probably, you know, if it's even remotely as. Come on now. Bed. You know, it's you're going to get a lot more out of that. Well, close probably, to 100
0: yeah. hours. Come
1: on. We're not even talking DLC. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's going to be insane.
0: But you know, everything's
1: coming out at the same time now, which is an issue. We may get Legion and, you know, uh, Bahala and Cyberpunk all really, really close. And Halo. Yeah, whatever. That too. That's coming out. But... <laughs> you know what i think about it right? i know i just have to say it every no. time because yeah I mean, yeah but see that and that's, that's bad for somebody like you because you're gonna be stuck in the halo oh, halo
0: takes priority overall the wow. only thing that'll compete for my time with halo is cyberpunk and if mm-hmm. those two come at the same time forget yeah. about it i'm gonna be screwed. in trouble yep. yeah just quitting your job <laughs> hey i am work, I'm, I'm work from home for the rest of the year now yeah yeah so. baby. Yeah. And I'm yet I'm working harder than ever. So that doesn't help at all. Um, but a lot of people in chat said the same thing, you know, Vodice, Vodice. That's what we should call it. Assassin's <laughs> Creed Vodice. Odyssey. Uh Odyssey with a Viking skin, uh, you know, Shizno, Elu, Leonidas said the same thing and they didn't expect anything else. And they're just as excited for it. So I, I, I think, like I said, there's millions in that camp, right? It's you know, what you're going to get, you know, it's going to be a good game. Um, it's more about the setting, the changes to the characters, etc. The one thing I'm hoping for with Valhalla, and you know me on this, is um, is uh, I go back to the RPG mechanics and loot, right? I hope the difference between Origins and Odyssey was pretty noticeable in that the loot was kind of m- deeper in Odyssey, right? And there were a better, a deeper skill tree, I think. You could kind of build out a little more in Odyssey compared to Origins. Right. I'm hoping we see that same progression in Valhalla where there's more loot, more weaponry, more attack styles, more things you can do. If they if it, they do that combined with the characters and setting, then I'm good to go.
1: Yeah, hidden blades back, that's all fall matters.
0: Yeah, and, and that's true too. They've said there's yeah. a bigger focus on the assassin aspect of it, right?
1: I'm I'm ready for it, man. Release but, it tomorrow. Let's do it.
0: Yeah. But if they release Valhalla and Cyberpunk in like the same week or two, then Valhalla's taking a back seat. Yeah. For me. Yeah, it's same just, for me too. but yeah, certainly just, they wouldn't do that. They know better. Be I, I would hope. Yeah. yeah, it's probably – the team there, they're probably like, we're not announcing our release date, you know, uh, well, not yet. got a tentative release date. I just don't
1: see it hitting it ever. So <laughs> <laughs> we may not get it until – I think know.
0: it's going to hit this one. I think Man. it's going to – I only think that because they said the game's done.
1: You well, know, they said that the game, game was done last time. <laughs> <laughs> they, had to work out, they said the exact same thing. They, they literally copied and pasted that stupid letter or whatever. You're Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> Sorry, we're, 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 we got to get the bugs out. It's fine. Just do it and stop telling us. It's just get, us, get it over with.
0: <laughs> James on. said, imagine, imagine Assassin's Creed, but with a Path of Exile style talent tree. Holy God. Yeah, that would be. We played. So, James. So, Elu, who's in chat, and I and two other buddies have been playing Path of Exile regularly. I've been playing for years since the beta on PC, but we started another game. And so, we were playing it last night, and it's just, it's unbelievable um in fact not to take us too off track this morning i had a conference call for work i had to log into and uh during that call because i wasn't the one leading it um i spent nearly an hour and a half just organizing my inventory in path of exile because it had become too much that's ridiculous yeah just moving items and selling stuff and organizing that's it
1: like how many what do you need man i mean you can't wear three helmets
0: no, <laughs> trust me. You play the game for a while, you'll know what I mean. That game is endless with stuff. All right. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, do we want to talk about Assassin's Creed Valhalla's director and the way he's been cheating on his wife with apparently several girls? Do we want to touch on that? So, is that what he's doing? Yeah. In fact, someone who follows me, uh-huh. who I've talked to, um, posted screenshots of text messages with him.
1: Oh, I think I saw that. So so he's just he's just he's not like harassing anybody. He's just, no, 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 not
0: not like the sexual harassment. No, he was oh. just cheating Yeah, with multiple girls.
1: Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it's great, but I mean, at the same time, you know, that's better than a lot of what these people are doing. So, I mean, <laughs> you got to take it in levels, man.
0: Like, <laughs> this is more of the traditional. He's just cheating, you know? It's not yeah, harassment. Course,
1: I mean, that's really it. I mean, like, well, I mean, 50% of marriages end in divorce already. So, I mean, I'm divorced. I didn't, not because I was cheating, but I just, this is what it is, you know? He I mean, just you had a side piece, I guess. I mean, I don't know what that was. <laughs> oh, man.
0: I'm glad I brought this up.
1: <laughs> yeah, glad you did.
0: <laughs> all right so anyway he's not he's left so he, i mean the game's probably nearly done right now is all about yeah. polish and getting it ready for launch but yeah. the game director the head director the guy who did origins as well is not on the project anymore so all right um okay. so for tomorrow uh just to remind people this uh ubisoft forward event is uh, 12 p.m pacific 3 p.m eastern 9 p.m central european time tomorrow um I know we're going to talk about it, Dan, and watch it live and everything, but uh, what else do you think we'll see there? There's, you know, someone brought up Beyond Good and Evil 2. We haven't seen anything new on that in a long time because Michael Ansell just does whatever he wants to do, apparently. Um, And that's supposedly a very ambitious, large game. I don't know if we're going to see anything there. We've got Gods and Monsters, which they teased, you know, last year, and we haven't seen anything from yet. And uh, then you've got their, you know, kind of service games. That's why I wore this shirt today: is Division Two and Rainbow Six Siege, and whether or not we're going to get kind of new expansion, not expansions, but new kind of updates, and you know, just what the future of those games are as well. Um, we'll get that. I mean, that's almost a given.
1: As much money as they make, especially off of Rainbow Siege. You know, I know much of money I pay yeah. for you kids to play it. So, yeah, my son, my son spent a lot on Siege. Yeah, yeah, but um, I obviously what we all want we've talked about already is a splinter cell we won't get that unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but um beyond, beyond good and evil 2 i mean that's probably a 2023 release at this point if it ever comes out maybe 2025 i have no idea you know i haven't really seen much on it since that one trailer so yeah you know it, it's just gonna be what you know it's my, what's gonna happen is it's gonna be like a seven hour game when it comes out, you know, and you'd be like, yeah, man, we've been working for 13 years on this game.
0: I <laughs> could have called a so, Splinter Cell mobile game. I'm like, oh, right. no. Yeah.
1: Gods of the Monsters, again, we only saw a real, like, a trailer for it. I've only There's seen it. So, yeah, yeah. Damn, so who the hell knows what the hell that is? It's Ubisoft, though, so I'll probably play it, assuming it's not <laughs> like some kind of... We've got towers know, and camps. Yeah, <laughs> as long as it's not like a, <laughs> you know, one of those, what are they called, gas games? I can't, you know, it's just... just well, they've got the vision for that yeah right and and they'll, they'll come out and that'll probably be a small part of it anyway i'd like to see if they put out some more expansions or i guess it's really they, they haven't really done that they did the the new york thing which was really cool i'd like them to see do another one like that yeah. um get back into it um but i don't know what else i mean I
0: guess what everybody wants is Got, no. Is a is a panda going to open the show? Is what is saying. God,
1: yeah. I, I wasn't there for that one. I'm sorry. I missed, <laughs> I missed the panda. God damn it. Oh, pandas. boy.
0: Yeah, well, Steve, the- what's up, Steve? Good to see you, man. Steve, one of our street contributors. Uh, he yeah. said, in 70 years, my grandchildren will ask why grandpa keeps talking about Splinter Cell and how they never made one <laughs> since the 2010s. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe they're just waiting for Michael Ironside to die so that, you know, they don't have like some kind of huge controversy. I mean, he shut just- your mouth. That's, I mean, I love the dude. I just don't, you know, <laughs> I don't want him to die. I'm just saying. That's probably what they're doing.
0: He's got one of the so best voices in games, without a doubt. He's the best. He's not Steve Downs. Stop it. No. Mm-hmm. You don't, Do you know who Steve Downs is? No. Master Chief. Come on. Yeah. Keep up.
1: Exactly why I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I actually thought, so Steve Downs is actually selling during COVID. He's actually selling the capability to have him record any message you want as the voice of Chief. And I almost reached like, out to him and had him record something for to intro BitCast with.
1: Like a cameo?
0: Yeah, like if you listen to the Xbox, uh, the IGN Xbox podcast, uh, Unlocked, uh, he opens the show now. Like this is the voice of Master Chief and you're listening to, you know.
1: Yeah. He just sounds like a guy to me.
0: Come on now. <laughs> Stop
1: it. You know who sounded good in the Halo? It was uh, David Keith. Is that who did the Arbiter? Is that Arbiter's him? awesome. Yeah. 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 Well Keith he's in David, there.
0: Arbiter's is. gonna be a key part of uh, Infinite.
1: Keith David, so. I can't remember his name was. Not he's Keith David. David Keith. No, is it Keith David? Who the hell did
0: Oh it is uh, Keith David. Yeah, Steve's well Steve said it's Keith David. That's what yeah, you saying. were right. Yeah. Yeah, who's the Halo guy? <laughs> <laughs> ron, ron perlman yeah another good yeah, one Pearlman, great one Keith david yep. that's what it was ron perlman just seems like awesome to begin with i'd love to have a beer with him. oh man all right let's get back to some game talk here that's <laughs> what <laughs> happens when it's just you and me we got yep. no one else to keep us on track Perfect. all right so uh xbox game showcase we already talked at length last week about this which is you know the main topic of our show last week so if you want to know what we think is going to really show up on the xbox game showcase uh check out last week's episode if you missed it but since we last talked, the date and time was confirmed, which is next Thursday, July 23rd, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon for Eastern, 6 p.m. Central European time. Uh, like I said, we're not going to cover it live, but we will that Saturday. Uh, directly afterwards, are going to be doing a collaboration show with Cog and King from the Iron Lords. Uh, the four of us are going to kind of talk a lot about that and really break it down. So really, really excited for that. But what I wanted, the reason I bring that up this week is I wanted to touch on a lot of, um, not a lot, but a couple of the things, the interviews that GameIndustry.biz has had with Phil Spencer because they've been releasing a lot of these and it's caused some waves this week. I know Carl and I were talking about it and a few other things. So there's two kind of key things that he touched on here, Dan, and I figured we could just talk, you know, get your thoughts, you know, whatever. So first big thing, right, the whole cross-generational development debacle. Um, personally, you know, it goes without saying, been doing this a long time in application development, not saying I'm an expert on this kind of stuff by any means, but just, you know, having a better understanding, I think, than some people on this stuff. Um, it was nice to see Phil basically, in my opinion, it was nice to see Phil come out and just basically tell people, stop it. That's what his, he, he phrased it in typical Phil way and, you know, explained it and was nice about it. Um, but If you break it all down to two words, he basically pointed at the camera and said, stop it. Um, So here's exactly what he said. And this is going to take a second to get through because the quote's kind of long. So let me just read this back. So he said, regarding cross-generational development and the idea that the Xbox first-party studios are going to develop games for Series X along with Xbox One for at least the next 18 to 24 months. He said, Frankly, held back is a meme that gets created by people who are too caught up in device competition. He said, I just look at Windows. It is almost certain if the developer is building a Windows version of their game, then the most powerful and highest fidelity version is the PC version. You can even see that with some of our first party console games going to PC, even from our competitors, that the richest version is the PC version. Yet the PC ecosystem is the most diverse when it comes to hardware, and when you think about the CPUs and GPUs from years ago that are there. Yes, every developer is going to find a line and say that this is the hardware that I'm going to support, but the the diversity of hardware choice in PC has not held back the highest fidelity PC games on the market. Highest fidelity PC games rival anything that anybody has ever seen in games. So this idea that developers don't know how to build games or game engines or ecosystems that work across a set of hardware there's proof in point in PC that shows that's simply not the case. Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, we've seen this kind of debate. And the, the thing I found funniest, as I always find funny, not just with Xbox, but any kind of major developer, major, major publisher, CEO, is when people get on Twitter and try to say they're wrong. Um, that's just hilarious to me. You know, uh, you know, you see people telling people, you shouldn't have spent your money there as they're talking to, you know, a multi-billion dollar CEO and they're working at, you know, not to put anyone down. Right. But you're not a multibillion dollar CEO who makes these types of decisions. And so um, I think, you know, for me and Carl and I were talking about this offline yesterday. Um, this just makes sense. Uh, you know, no matter where game development is happening, you are developing across an ecosystem. Um, we're even seeing and people like to bring up PlayStation. Of course, you're even seeing it on PlayStation. Right. You're seeing Death Stranding. You're seeing Horizon Zero Dawn. You're seeing these games go to PC. It's the same thing. You're, you're not thinking about a single device typically that you're building for, you're building it scalable. Um, and so, you know, the, this whole argument just seems absurd to me. And I think it, to his point, uh, it feels like nothing more than a meme who are, uh, for people who are too caught up in console wars.
1: What are they worried about? Like, it's, held, it's holding it back, is what they're saying. This cross-generational development. You know, Cause you know how much I know about tech, so, <laughs> no,
0: they're basically saying that uh, developers can't design the games that they want to design on Series X, which is obviously extremely powerful. Because first-party devs, because they still have to make the game work on Xbox One for a short period of time. First-party stuff. Is what yes, they're not. They're not making. Th- they don't have any standards for third-party. Third-party yeah. can do whatever they want. Yeah. Well, that's maybe
1: that's an issue, but we'll get to that some other time. <laughs> but. <laughs> So it's funny because I've got this article I'm working on that I'm kind of talking about, you know, what these, the different approaches that they're taking. And Sony's taking a completely different approach. You know, Xbox is, if you just look at it from the outside, it looks more consumer friendly. And, you know, I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying it, it just looking at it, saying, okay, well, I'm going to be able to play these games on my Xbox One X. I'm going to be able to play it on my, you know, Series X. I'm going to be, you know, that's, that's what they do. They have, I think... You know I, like i said i'm not a tech person so what it appears you know what it looks like to me is that you know you look like a pc they all run basically on the same os you know and it looks like you know going from the x to the series x it's stupid names by the way I mean, just give me a break let me just point that out real quick just Maybe come what up with something. A cool <laughs> names like
0: Genesis?
1: Yeah. You know? Or just, or some, cool or just two, because that's way easier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or five. Yeah, or whatever it is. In <laughs> PlayStation's yeah, is, case. Is, anyway,
1: yeah. so, so it seems like it's probably going to be a lot easier, especially for first-party devs, to kind of make their game just scale to whatever system you're on. You know, Sony is going a whole different direction where they're saying this experiences are going to be only for these to play the ps5 they're only going to be our our first party is making them for that specifically you know so spider-man 2 when it comes out or horizon zero dawn 2 are only going to be playable at least off the bat on the ps5 they're not going to be able to play them on the ps4 like Mm -hmm. you know you you know with other stuff you know yeah they're drawing a harder line
0: Right. And the, the weird thing about that, and they have commented on that, and I think we're already seeing that because I believe I believe Spider-Man Miles Morales is PS5 only, right? Yes.
1: Right. Okay. And that's and you know what? That's just a different approach. It's yeah. not worse or better. It's just different. You know, and Sony has a little bit more, I think, wiggle room there. You know, just based on their install base at the moment. You know, but then again, they have a I bigger global
0: community. You can't right. debate that.
1: Yeah, you just do. And so they, they're going to go into this next gen with whatever they want to do. And, you know, I want to talk about a little bit in the article. Hopefully it'll be done today almost. Um, but it, it's 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 just interesting to, to, to watch the totally different approaches when when Phil comes out and says, OK, we're going to do um, we're, our competition. is Google, Amazon, you know, and not Sony and Nintendo. And people are like, oh, that's crazy but it's true because of what they're doing what they're doing with their services and stuff Um, and this is just kind of the same thing you know I mean it's not it's not hard to understand even for a simpleton like me who doesn't understand you know (laughs) computer tech I understand that I have a computer here that I'm using that can run say halo infinite yeah but not as good as yours
0: you yeah, know, my 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 old computer upstairs, I gave to my son, right? And he plays Rust all the time. He was playing right. Valorant the other day, but you should see it, man. It looks like it's a potato, right? I mean, right. It, it, it it looks like blocks when he's playing games. He still enjoys it, but I mean, the, I can run the exact same game, right? I mean, that's just yeah. how it is. And Nobody that computer has never said is
1: anything about this before ever, no, ever. Nobody has ever no. even brought this up until we get to this new generation cycle or whatever you know and all of a sudden it's like well they're going to be holding games back well it's the same thing
0: with that's his point with cpus and gpus when i build this right and i Uh get the the top amd whatever you know the 5700 xt and all this i don't suddenly go well, you know this game better be designed around the 5700 xt otherwise it's not going to work or it's going to be held back no i just have the better experience that's it that's really that simple. It's that simple. It's and just it needs a, to be
1: that simple for people like me to understand.
0: So, <laughs> we missed hard. we missed a whole lot of comments here. So uh, uh what's up, yeah, Chad? Was, yeah, what's going on, guys? Uh great to see Alden. Is it Alden's birthday? Did I see it's that? Alden's
1: birthday. Happy birthday. He's happy. Happy birthday, tonight. Alden.
0: Scallops. Yes. Scallops. Oh, I love That'd scallops. Be? Yeah, I think that's you. Um happy birthday, Alden. Alden is a good friend of the show. Um him and Dan uh, did podcasts. Alden also does his own podcast with his wife, which is awesome. So uh, everyone give him a happy birthday. Good to see Chris. What's up, brother? Um, what was uh, something else I was gonna say? Steve pointed out on the, the name for the Series X and it does make sense. It's just, it takes years for that transition to happen in that what they're trying to do with Xbox is make it a uh, ecosystem like the Series, right? Um, the problem is, is that you're going into that not fresh. You're going into that with this history of Xbox One and S and X and E and Elite and all these other names, and it makes it. Yeah. It's going to take a while before that cleans up. That's super annoying.
1: That's what it is. It basically comes down <laughs> to, me. Like, hey, I'm going to buy you an X, well, a Series X or an XX, uh, an XX, or a Series X. I don't know. I mean, just call it a Y. I don't know. I still think XX,
0: XX is still the best.
1: Yeah, it is triple X would probably be better. That's what they should have done. The Xbox triple (laughs) X, that would have been fire. I mean, I don't know why we're, you know, they even thought, I mean, I should have been in that marketing meeting there. What do we call it?
0: Triple X. Thanks. I would have walked away. (laughs) away. It would have been awesome. And so, yeah, so James made a couple comments as well. And James, I'm certainly not just blowing it off, but uh, it is is overblown. and you can look at uh, you can look at developers like uh, uh, Bloomberg who's making Medium and their comments on that. But it's you got to understand that some of those things are marketing too uh, when you make comments like that. So there's some stuff that goes into that. Um, it's definitely overblown. I would say so. The quote that I read from Phil uh, GamesIndustry.biz is one of the best sites out there. They're they're pure. They're they're knowledgeable. They really work directly with publishers and stuff. They're not a clickbait site. So if you read this full interview, there's a lot more he says here. And particularly to your point, Dan, his his point about this, Phil's point, is really they're trying to build the Xbox community, which goes back to the name, sadly, but as an ecosystem so that, you know, we've talked about it, right? Like if I want to, when I get my Series X this fall, I'm not buying a Series X for my son or my wife or et cetera, but that won't matter, right? Like my son can be on, he's got my old uh, Scorpio edition. My wife has the Halo 5 launch Xbox One upstairs that we use. All three of us can play together. You don't even have to think about it right? I think what he's trying to build is that ecosystem. And to your point, that's a bigger consumer play on the Xbox side, whereas PlayStation 5 is drawing that harder line. But they can kind of do that because, one, they're in markets that Xbox is not in, and they have the bigger global presence, right? And so it's just, to your point, different approach. And what I always try to make clear is, I say this all the time because it bears repeating, Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo, we haven't touched on Nintendo yet. All three of them are more profitable than they've ever been. And all three of them are growing. So stop the debates of this one's gonna die or this one's way better and it's gonna blow the other one out of the water. All three of them are gonna be just fine, at least for the future Nintendo, we'll see. But, you know,
1: yeah. yeah, I mean, with my limited knowledge of, you know, that and also how they make money and all that other stuff, you know, it's actually going to be a kind of a shit show when you actually see this article because it's <laughs> it's mostly based on you know common sense as opposed to well this this is going to make this much money this is how much they make on this this is you know it, it cuz it doesn't matter it doesn't matter to anybody unless you've got some kind of majority share in one of these companies you know and nintendo they don't give any fucks they just go out and <laughs> So there's always that so yeah. you know that's well, why i never talk about them because it's just like yeah it's that's nintendo that's that's going to be the whole like nintendo part of my article will be yeah nintendo
0: that's yeah, all they're, they're their own thing they always have been and i think yeah. this is a whole different discussion we're not going to get into we will in the future at some point sure. um but even carl and i were talking about this yesterday and the reason i keep bringing up carl is because you know good technical knowledge so we bounce a lot of things off of each other and um, you know, Nintendo. When you look at the direction the industry is going, and things like X Cloud and server-based stuff, and instant connected uh, connected universes, right? Being able to access your games from anywhere on any device—all these things—where whether you like it or not, games are going there. Um, Nintendo's not set up for that. And so, you know, you think long term, and you start to look at—is uh, Nintendo the strength of Nintendo? Has never been their hardware. They've they've obviously hit hit something with the Switch, right? But uh, to hit that same thing from a portability factor, that's not going to be capable in a few years. So um, the strength for Nintendo are their IPs and they're just the nostalgia and the beloved, you know, Mario, Zelda, etc. And so uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if they continue to make hardware for that and it continues to live on as it always has. The one thing I'm not going to do is doubt Nintendo because every time no. I think Nintendo's going this way, they just go the opposite way. So I'm not even going to do that again. Yep, fucking so. Nintendo. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on with, and I'm just changing lights left and right here. I'm trying to move everything at once. So the other thing I want to talk on with uh, uh, Phil Spencer's comments at caused Stuff this week was around uh, Xbox Game Studios. And I find this interesting because we've got the showcase coming up. We continue to, you know, there's a lot of excitement, a lot of expectations that people should temper uh, for the showcase that's coming up. <laughs> I have to throw it in there. Uh, don't temper your expectations. I think I think at this point we all agree. everyone agrees that we should not be tempering expectations for the Xbox showcase next week. Nope. They need to come in and blow the doors off and show us not only big stuff uh, they need to show us new stuff And in my opinion um, you know I know I talk about Halo a lot, but nailing Halo Infinite and it being a true, top-tier AAA exclusive is important. Um, Halo, people underestimate how big Halo still is, especially now that it's on PC. Um, The Halo community is massive, and they have to nail this game. So this is a very, very important show for them. But the reason it's so important, and the reason we keep hearing about this, right, is Xbox Game Studios. And they've grown substantially over the past two years, ever since they announced all those acquisitions in 2018 and made a couple others last year. Um, I don't think people really who don't study this stuff closely uh, understand how big they've been growing beyond just acquisitions. And I put this in my latest article, right? They're up from early 2018 to now. They're up almost a 1,000 developers. uh, They're existing studios. And so um, there's a lot to show here. uh, But the interesting thing, uh, despite the billions they've spent, on growing first party, is that according to Phil, um, they don't plan on slowing down. And it was a very interesting comment. So I've got the quote here that he was talking to, uh, gamesindustry.biz again. And uh, here's what he said, this is again an excerpt. I encourage you to read the whole interview because it's very interesting. But he says, the first priority was making sure the studios had the things they needed to build the best versions of their games. There we are again. That means extending some of the timelines and giving them more budgets. We have really strong support from Satya Nadella, the CEO of Microsoft and Amy Hood, the CFO of Microsoft. And there's been no signal at all that we should be slowing down, but just to go at a pace that is maintainable for us as a leadership team. We're always out there talking to people, but it has to be the right opportunity. And so, you know, a lot of speculation around continued acquisitions and continuing to grow first party. And I, you know, I read a lot into this and, you know, I. Um, uh, big into the business side of the industry. I love this stuff, uh, you know, just because I find it interesting. And, uh, you know, what he's saying here, really, and Matt Booty, who's the head of First Party Studios, made some comments as well. But what they were saying is people think that you just acquire a studio and it's like, bang, they're making games for your platform. Well, it's not that simple, right? You've got hundreds of people, you know, new new company, new things that have to happen, new ecosystem. And so what he kind of comments on here to Matt Booty as well is there was a uh, assimilation that had to happen and to make sure everyone felt supported and bring them into the family and make sure they're using the right middleware tools and all this stuff, right. For first party development and that they're in a very good place right now. But I think what this really signals and sorry, Dan, I've been going for a bit here. No what this really signals, right. Is that people are underestimating how serious Microsoft, not Xbox, Microsoft is about the gaming ecosystem because this is a $180 billion industry that's growing exponentially year over year. And the global market, particularly in China, Korea, some of the other things we talk, and we talk about Tencent and you know Riot and those companies um, is, uh, is growing exponentially as well. And so Microsoft sees the bigger picture here. I think that the smartest thing Phil did when he was put in charge was to make Nadella see the big picture. And that is what's leading to this just, what's seemingly almost like an unlimited budget to just continue to grow uh, Xbox Game Studios and the Xbox brand. I'll stop talking now, Ted.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, man, it's it's all, they've done a great job. They've got, I don't know how many studios now. Um, 15. I don't, 15, okay, great, you know. But you know, it, <laughs> it's a lot. That's I, lot. It's quite a few, you,
0: I know, I know your mind point is show me the games.
1: Right. That's all it's always, always ever been about. Right. I mean, you want to see what the results are from you sure. know, the support that you've been giving them, you know, and to your point of, you know, yeah, taking time to assimilate into the, the culture and to the uh, into how they do things there. You know, it, it sounds like it's like here. Here's this is what you have. There's there's some more money, you know this is, you know, do your thing, you know, and that's, that's always the hands-off approach seems to work too, you know, to an extent, you know, you want to support them, you know, as much as you can, but also let them, you know, be creative and, you know, take some risks and, you know, show some new stuff. I'm with, yeah, I want to say and There are
0: some comments in the article about that. So Tim Schaefer, Brian Fargo, uh, I can't pronounce his name well, but the head of Obsidian all have quotes in there around how they've benefited from xbox game studios which people will find interesting
1: yeah i mean that's awesome man i mean we want to see more games that's you know and, and it doesn't and i don't care like i said what, where, where it's at i just want some new stuff third yeah. party first party sony xbox nintendo doesn't matter
0: it doesn't matter we who all, makes it right it's all about playing it
1: right that's what <laughs> we want so it'll be interesting to see you know this next you know coming up on the 23rd or whatever it is
0: yeah
1: it's it's I wanna see some new stuff. I don't need to see, you know, more of Grounded and Battletoads and stuff that I've already seen. What <laughs> was the one that Rare's working on? Everwild. Like, Everwild, yeah, I don't even care about that one. That's gonna right? be there. You, yeah, that's the problem, You're right? I don't What's wanna see that. That's not a problem. That. We haven't even
0: seen gameplay from it yet. Good,
1: just know that it's coming out. <laughs> now show me new stuff. That's what I want, I don't care about Everwild. Literally <laughs> I, know <it's, laughs> I know it exists. I'm excited to see what they do with it. But right now, I mean, unless it's coming out on launch,
0: don't worry about it. This is coming from a guy who's CthE uh, is yeah. one of your favorite games of the generation. Yeah, but it took a while. It took a while. <laughs> All right?
1: Let me see it. Let me, I
0: mean, I'm not saying it's going
1: to suck. I'm just saying I don't care. because No, you just want
0: to see brand new stuff you've never see, heard
1: of. I want to see brand new stuff I've never heard of unless it's like, you know, like you said, Perfect Dark or a Fable or something like that. Because you know this is what it's for—to show us what we have coming, not to show yeah. that we already know you're working on. Because nobody cares about that stuff.
0: So, so let me say this: um, temper your expectations. <laughs> yeah, great. I'm, no kidding. More- <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But no, I mean, uh, I, realistically, I, this is this is a showcase, right? I, I even people like uh, Shinobi and some of those guys who are really kind of tuned into this stuff, right? Because someone was making a comment just like that, like grounded. Uh, Battletoads, et etc and, and I forget his exact quote. I Some of these guys have probably seen it, but he basically said, if you think that this showcase, they're going to bring games like Grounded to highlight the next generation of Xbox and Series X, you're badly mistaken or something Good. like that. Um, mm. And yeah, I mean, this is going to be a bigger showcase, but you are going to see some games we know about. Obviously, Halo Infinite's going to be a, a sure. highlight, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but beyond that, you're going to see Everwild. Uh, I would bet on it. Um, you're going to—it's not just first party. People keep thinking it's first party only. It's not. It's a game showcase. Right. So I think you're going to see more Valhalla. I think you'll see Elden Ring. Um, you know, there's other relationships there too. So, and we know, like it or not, we know that Phil himself has said that they'd like to highlight developers from all ecosystems, meaning even indie games, right? Indie developers. So, which we saw on PlayStation Showcase as well that you refer to as the bologna uh, (laughs) bologna in the middle of a uh, very nice breaded sandwich.
1: Yes, that's exactly what I'm worried about here. (laughs) All right, here's the thing you have, you don't have to make this three hours long, right? You can make this, you know, 45 minutes, you 15 studios, certainly 10 of them have something to show, you know, you would think, right? All right, so that's six minutes apiece. Give me six minutes of your shit and and show it to me <laughs> <laughs> instead of showing you know, this is Xboxes. This is what I don't like about this whole thing. You know what? Same way as with PlayStation, did I don't want to see third party stuff. Third party can show me third party. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see Valhalla tomorrow, is what I'm yeah. gonna see. I don't need to see that again.
0: That's true. And maybe Valhalla won't be there. That's just my yeah. guess because they have the marketing, sure. For and it it's makes, a big game, it makes that's sense
1: that it would good. be there, except unless they show it tomorrow then I'm just seeing stuff twice. <laughs>
0: They're definitely showing it tomorrow.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I don't need to see that. I don't need to see the Legion. I don't need to see Far Cry 6 running on a PC that's emulating a Series X or whatever the hell they do. I want to see Series X. <laughs> <coughs> you know, I want to see that 4K 60. I can do 4K 60 on 4 of 7. Right now, I'm my ex. I need to be blown away. I don't need this garbage. Most of these third-party 4K 30 FPS that drives me crazy because there's the, the messaging on it is so all over the place. It's, I have no idea what we're getting next gen. N- no idea. So we'll see. Yeah. It, it, it just bothers me that they have potentially all these studios to show even a little bit of something. Every while, okay, I'll, I'll give you a break on that one. That's fine. We haven't really seen anything. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely don't want to see Battletoads and grounded. That's a that's an immediate F. In my grading scale, if I see fucking battle,
0: <laughs> No, I honestly, I think um, I've got a bunch of comments to get to here. I will in a second. I think we're going to see, finally see for the first time, Obsidian's new game. Um, not Grounded. Uh, Their actual RPG Skyrim supposed competitor. Sexy. So That's the kind of stuff I'm with you. That's the kind of stuff I want to see. I'm with you fully. Yeah. Um, you know, I hope we see Fable. Um, I hope that we see at least... One or two other unknown first-party IPs. So a lot of people uh, commenting here. So good to see you, Lunch Bizzle. Glad you can make it, brother. Um, I saw someone else. Uh, Has- I was about to say I saw someone else join the chat. I think it was Hassan. And then sure enough, he gives us a four ninety nine super chat. So right,
1: <laughs> Hassan. Thanks,
0: man. Appreciate the super chat as always, guys. Super, super generous of you. Um, you're with Dan. Okay, so. And I, I think most people are, I'm not, I'm certainly not um, trying to uh, temper anything for lack of a better word. I think, like I already said, they, they need to come out and blow, blow this up. They really do. But for the people who think they're gonna show something from like all of their studios, they're not. There, there's gonna be a few studios that don't show. And what I'm hearing now, contrary to rumors is initiative won't be there. Garbage. So. Go. <laughs> Let
1: me tell you something, you don't promise me a damn steak and then take me out to the Sizzler all right no one promised
0: no one promised a steak they said you may get a steak
1: you may yeah all right just promise me a damn steak i want a filet i don't want this this. (laughs) you can buy for two cents at the store
0: yeah it's like it's like you know being promised q39 and going to burn in barbecue that's not what you want yes that's what that is that's a kansas city reference of barbecue uh we're you know barbecue is king here and there's some there's a very big gap in good barbecue and bad barbecue. And uh, yeah, so Burn that was and Don't it's go to Bird End Barbecue. Season gaming, because it's trash. It
1: is <laughs> like out trash.
0: We sponsor Jack Stack here. Um, yeah. so. No, they're not <laughs> as bad. Jordan said, don't you dare poop on Sizzlers. You know what? When I was a kid and I would get to go to the Sizzler buffet. Oh, I was in heaven. I was love like the Sizzler
1: buffet. Ponderosa. I remember those two places?
0: Those yeah, steaks? yeah. I, I remember those. You didn't have those back east where I grew up, but I because I traveled a lot, I do remember them. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. They they would come out. They would be like in a giant bean on the you know on the on the buffet, and it'd be like you know thirty steaks sitting there. You just look at them like what the <laughs> hell is that? Like, dude, America. This is gonna be awesome, and then you tried it, and you're like, this is the worst thing I've ever eaten.
0: <laughs> was- oh man, um, Leonidas NAC3 three's coming. Hey. I'm ready for nac 3. Let's bring it. Someone said, uh, I missed it guys, but someone said it'd be cool if they uh, show uh, more Japanese titles coming like Dragon Quest as well. And I, I think we're going to see that next gen. I, I think especially uh, we've talked about this before, but I think that's where people are short sighted on xCloud. I keep seeing people say, uh, I don't know what XCloud's is going to do. I don't know who's using that. I don't know who's going to play that. It, it it is a secondary feature for the North American market. That's not why xCloud is being built. It's a nicety here. Um, and I think it will be used and liked and loved once it you know, kind of reaches its full potential. xCloud is being built for the global market, particularly what we talked about earlier, the Asian markets. And as you get people into the Xbox ecosystem without needing to buy an Xbox console because they don't have global distribution in those places, now you have them in Xbox ecosystem. You have a community that says, "Wow, wouldn't it be great to play Dragon Quest on the go anytime I want?" We better put that on Xbox. That's what that's what XCloud is being built for. Um, mm-hmm. And so we're already seeing Yakuza, Final Fantasy. You know, they're doing good work on bringing a lot of those kind of classic Japanese yeah, IPs really to really Xbox. Convenient. That's the issue, right? There you I go.
1: I, 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 so I play Yakuza on PlayStation. I jumped in on Yakuza Zero uh, on. Uh, Xbox through Game Pass. Shout out to Game Pass. You're still awesome. Um, everyone everyone
0: loves Game Pass, man.
1: Right. But I think 8% of the people made it to Chapter 4 or 5 in Yakuza 0. Yeah. I mean, come on, guys. Support <laughs> game shit. If well, you're, you're going to sit there and use it as an argument about you know what Phil is doing, then you actually have to play the games because Yakuza is awesome.
0: Well, that's the problem. I mean, it's Yakuza. Right. I don't know right it's now. amazing. No, no one's going to really That'd spend it, their right? time
1: on
0: it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what oh, Phil's going over there getting all these Japanese games. That's, that's hashtag playing. Twitter, guys. You know that. Drive me nuts. Twitter, Yeah. Fam. They're good. They're good. I'm trying to help you guys. It's I tried. I, what about Like a Dragon? That's coming. That's, that's coming soon. Well,
1: start with me and why they changed my game up. It's like going from Assassin's Creed 2 to 3. What a freaking mistake that was. God. <laughs> Poor.
0: All right. All right. So anyway, we've, we've railed on this for a while now. Long story short, good stuff's coming. Let's see it. So um, so a couple things on Sony real quick. We wanted to touch on two. So Sony uh, this week uh, announced a $250 million Investment into Epic Games, which was uh, uh, what they call a minority stake from a business perspective, right? So, Epic Games valued at about 18 billion. This was about a 1.5% stake in the company, and uh, you know, I did some research on this, kind of looked up all the details on it, and and really, this is purely about just this is pure business. There were no really kind of game thing here. This is just knowing that Epic. Uh, obviously owns and uh, controls Unreal Engine. and They have Fortnite. You know, they, they was seven years ago, they were valued at less than a billion dollars and they are now valued at 18 billion. So if you think Fortnite hasn't had a major impact on the world, there you go. Um, and so this is just Sony, you know, putting pieces in this global game of where they're aligning their future. So I know people made this out, hashtag Twitter guys, again, made this out to be some kind of big, thing for playstation 5 and playstation you know, it's got nothing to do with any of that really
1: no i mean they still probably have to you know pay the fees on the engine and do all of that of course stuff. it's not yeah. it's not simple you know where it's like well they're just going to be able to do whatever no no what did you say with 1.5 percent
0: 1.5 percent yeah not 10, yeah 10 200, 250 $5. million dollars in big businesses pocket change it's That's, not
1: good. not to epic
0: no. Yeah, I saw I saw, you know, the Twitter guys and most of them muted. So I had to unmute just to see what the stupid stuff they were saying. So I know I had the right people muted, yes. um, but saying like, uh, you know, Sony now, uh, you know, going to get all the royalties from Unreal Engine and they're they're going to help control game development. And I'm like, man, you guys are so either you're idiotic, you're out of touch or you're both. It's probably both. Um, but the they, people just don't understand business. It's ridiculous. I don't understand business. so I don't talk about it. <laughs> Just Matt just said it in chat. No different than buying stock in a company. That's literally all it is. That's all you just did. Sony just bought some shares. That's it. Broke it down. If you had $250 million, you could accomplish what Sony just did. Sexy. (laughs) But one more kind of exciting thing, and then I got less excited the more I looked at it. We got the PlayStation 5 box art. And I know you digital guys who are uh, killing us slowly. You're welcome. Um, (laughs) We got the box art. So here's a quick look, if you hadn't seen it. Uh, They used Spider-Man to kind of highlight this. And, you know, at first I looked at it and I was like, oh, it's kind of cool. They're keeping the blue frame and they put the white at the top. It kind of looks like the console, right? Um, The more I'm seeing this and the more I'm looking at it, the less I'm liking it. I don't know about you, Dan. And you don't really care because you're all digital, but.
1: Yeah, it doesn't really matter to me one way or the other. I think it looks terrible. I think (laughs) there are several different alternatives that people have put out look way way better than that piece of trash so I mean they didn't really do anything I mean they just put PS5 and made it no they just changed
0: it to white it's it's almost like the PS5 logo right it's almost like they just went into paint and quickly just (laughs) changed it that is not you know that's kind of lazy is what it is and there's so many good mock-ups too yeah that's like yeah someone changed it where it's like a, a a full white case right like white plastic with like a blue line across, it just looks so good. I'm like, oh my God, that looks so much better.
1: Like, I guess they just had an abundance of these cases left over from this, this generation. So they were just like, well, let's just change this. Probably 100% you
0: know, because then a, all, all you're changing is the insert.
1: Yeah, but you could have done better with that too. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's the easy part to change. It's like, I could do that kind of stuff. Like you know, <laughs> I can use Microsoft Paint and make that look better. That's how good I am. That's, what, that's my point. Yeah. And,
0: and I'm worried because we haven't seen what Xbox is going to do yet. If they're going to change or they're just going to kind of put a label that says Series X or what. But there's so many good mock-ups out there for Series X games too, like pure black cases with green great. lines. And you know, it Give looks it great.
1: something, man, or just abolished physical game, then you don't have to worry about this.
0: It wasn't even a story. Just I'm see. And I'm getting beat up here. I got Diego and Jordan and everyone else getting <laughs> on my case, Matt, about digital games. Hold on. Where are my mods at? Diego needs to be unmodded. I'm removing his mod status right now. Elu, take care of these guys, will you? Damn. If you guys are getting
1: off your recliners, I'll be sitting in mine. Just that's It does it's suck. Just... I, I
0: will tell you. But there's not. There's nothing. I don't know. I'm, I'm old. What can I say? There's nothing like having a cool new game case in your hand. I don't know. I love it. Mm. Yep. Oh God, Elu's on the side too. I chose the wrong mods. You uh, can help <laughs> me here? I need some help. No, just, just uh, let it go. It's okay. Yeah, well, there's to... Bert when I need him. Yeah,
1: he's the thing. All guy. right.
0: So PS5 box art—it's crap. It looks like Greatest Hits. Yes. Um, I, I don't know what they're doing. And, and the the weird thing for an old guy like me who buys still collects some games here and there, right? I won't buy Greatest Hits copies. I won't buy them because mm-hmm. I hate I hate the, the box art. They look different. And so when you line them up, like the PlayStation 4 ones are red at the top. They have the greatest, you know. I will cool. not buy them. I have to get one of the original cases because it oh, just drives me nuts. The, the
1: hits or whatever. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and
0: they've done that for generations, right? In different it Xboxes. Yeah, yeah, it looks terrible. Yeah. Again, damn it, Vogue Digital too.
1: Not a problem. On um, digital, Chris Microsoft.
0: too. Wow. So, yep. is there anyone in here <laughs> in our chat that does physical? <laughs> No! Oh my God! I definitely it it just goes to show you honestly how quickly digitals become the majority, right? It's only taken a the past couple years. It's really kind of escalated to digital only, which is
1: well. I mean, once they got rid of like uh, you know manuals, there was really no point in having them. You know, I miss manuals too. I do. I do miss those. I will. I will come to your evil side of physical stuff (laughs) (laughs) because now it's just a link. Somewhere like on the box in the back that says, hey, you can look up the manual right here.
0: Yeah, go to our it's, site. super fun. I
1: used to, you know, people take magazines into the bathroom when they take a dump. I take a game manual. That's what I would do.
0: It's That's like what that I used people. to do. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Takes yep. me
1: about that long to read it. And, uh, <laughs> unless it's Final Fantasy or something. Then it's like three freaking hours long.
0: Yeah. So Chris said he's been digital since 360. Wow. Good job, I <laughs> Yosemite, what's what's up, dude? Good to see you. Good to see you. So, some people, of course, uh, Texas barbecue is not king, Chris. Um, Wait, uh, did you got, say Yosemite, isn't it Yosemite? Yosemite. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm, <laughs> you I'm yelling talking? and reading through. Sorry, yeah, Yosemite. What's up, Yosemite? <laughs> uh, Dan, uh, Chris is telling us Texas barbecue is king. And I'm going to give them the beef. But they, they do have. have the meat's the one thing they do really well, but your your beans, your sauce. Here's the thing.
1: If you bring if you want to go to a place that has all the barbecue, it's here. It's here in Kansas City. They they take everything from everybody else and make it Perfect it. Well you meant at least above average. So you don't have to go to fifteen, you don't have to go to Memphis, North Carolina, and Texas. You can just come here. You can get an idea of what everything is. If you go to the right place, you know, maybe a little bit better. Oh, no. Where
0: do we where, where where do we all stand on Carolina barbecue mustard?
1: Yeah, that's gross. That vinegar, <laughs> <that's in> that. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Sorry guys, but
0: yeah, yeah. Sorry. So Shizno says Alabama barbecue is king. I didn't you know they had their bar- own barbecue, but
1: yeah, I can't speak on barbecue down there, but I can.
0: You <laughs> good? Anyway. said Chinatown. Okay, now you now you're just out of your element, man. Go to your go to your uh, 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 casseroles that you guys call pizza. And um, we'll move on. Oh, whoa. whoa ho, ho, ho. Dude, I love dude. deep dish pizza. I'm just messing with them. I've had, I've been to Chicago. My friend used to live there. Had true deep dish. It is amazing when you get no. true deep dish Chicago pizza. It's amazing.
1: This crap you find in the freezer.
0: <laughs> man, we are we are all over the place today. Hey, hey, we got we to talk about what's important. Yeah, man. yeah. It's cool. We're with you guys. It's a good conversation, right? All right. Now we got
1: to talk Where about it. Where were we? Name
0: nakon yeah so i just wanted to put this on there so if you guys weren't aware because a lot of people miss this is that nakon the makers of uh the uh controller we like we did the ps4 controller review um um they apparently are publishing games now and they held their own conference earlier this week which actually had a few games in it that caught some attention um first was werewolf the apocalypse did you see this Dan? i saw a little bit of it yeah i think i saw like bits and pieces yeah, it looks. It, it actually caught like it started kind of trending because it looked just hilarious, right? It looked like one of those games that just looked like a lot of fun to play.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and there, then they- con so, I mean, I, don't they make, they make
0: mostly like accessories. Accessories, yeah. Oh, that, that's why it was so confusing to see them have their own show, but I, you know, whatever, do it. Right. Um, one of the bigger announcements that I didn't expect is a new Test Drive Unlimited game. Mm. So, you know, for us season people, Test Drive Unlimited was kind of the first- Test Drive going way, way back was one of the first kind of big racing games. And then Test Drive Unlimited was probably like the first attempt really at like the Horizon style game, right? That open Mm -hmm. world cruising with your friends, racing through the streets game. And at the time, it was incredible. I mean, I loved it. Everybody loved it, man. Test Drive was the best. So um, anyway, they're bringing that back. They didn't show anything. It was like a 25-second tease, which showed pretty much nothing. So we'll see what comes of that. The other one that's really interesting here, and I think people will be excited about is Steel Rising. It's one word, Steel Rising. But this is uh, made by the people who make Greedful, which I know you really liked. Yep, so Spiders, that company, the French company, is making this game. This game takes place during the French Revolution mm-hmm. and has robots in it. Perfect. So that's that's <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> that's the majority <laughs> of what we know right now. But I mean, yeah. Greedfall was pretty well regarded. Uh, yeah, I know a great, lot of people like okay. that game. Go ahead. I mean, aside right. from
1: like the colonial, you know, these people are going out colonizing different worlds or lands and stuff. That was the biggest hit on it was that it tackled a very controversial subject, you know, and that's why people. I didn't. I mean, I I understand what they were saying and stuff, but. Nah, it's, I kind of look past that stuff. When, I mean, not not colonization as a whole. Don't cancel me. I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hashtag yeah. Not canceled. Nah, canceled. Shit. Hey, ninety nine point nine percent of the people sitting in America are descendants of you know people who colonized uh, a land that wasn't theirs. Yeah. Um, so it it's funny. yeah, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, it's obviously a. Not a not a good topic uh, at times, uh, based on the history there. But um, where there was a comment, I was just going to say here. Uh, forget where it is now. Although Jordan's already in on hashtag #CancelDan, so we're all over it. Let's do it. Uh, James said he's still waiting for Greedfall to come to Game Pass. Yeah, I hope so. Um, that'd be cool. I have it. I, I didn't play it that much. You reviewed it for us, Dan. Yeah, right. Was,
1: yeah, I, I, <laughs> I really I really enjoyed it. I mean, I, I, I the good game. It was like it was like playing. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, outside of that, you know, that, that's what it reminded me of a lot, you know. Uh, but also not making a whole lot of advances, you know, technically with the game. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. if you like that kind of bi- old Bioware
0: RPG, then it's definitely a game for you. And it felt, you know, it is a, it's is, a, probably say a double-A studio, right? So, yeah, it didn't have yeah. that triple-A kind of big-budget polish, but... Uh, it feels like, they, feels like they did a lot with what they had. So. Oh, yeah. I think they did a great job. Yeah. Sorry. So anyway, uh, there is a summary of the uh, Nacon Connect on our site, as usual, right? So you can go in there and see what else. There's a few other games they showed as well. Uh, Vampire Masquerade. I'm going off memory here. WRC9, World Rally Championship 9, a few other things. So if you want to check that out and you just happen to miss it, it's out there for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Kingdoms of Amalur. I know we talked a lot about this one. A lot of people excited for this game. Uh, Yeah. So there you go. Right. It's coming early September, which seems like a pretty good time. I know we have Tony Hawk on September 4th. Um, uh, Kingdoms Isle are September 8th. But the most interesting thing about this announcement is that they're working on a brand new expansion to the game for next year, which I think is a pretty incredible idea. Have we had another game that kind of had a cult following? I'll say that. Uh, fully remade and then a brand new expansion that was never made for the game before?
1: Uh, I can't think of one.
0: It's crazy to me that you, yeah. know, you
1: get all the remasters and stuff, but what you, what you don't see, and I've said this before, so yeah, you can put a nice coat of paint on it make it look flashy, 4k, whatever, but nobody ever goes back and actually does stuff with the mechanics. And yeah. I put Kingdoms uh, maybe a month or two ago, uh, backwards compatible. And it, it's okay, but it definitely needs some, you know, some touches, you know, on the uh, mechanic side. So hopefully, I mean, and they say that in the, in the advertising for it, that, you know, they're supposed to do that whole thing. But we'll, we'll see. I just, I just hope they, they kind of revamp the mechanics a little bit, make it a little tighter. And, you know, just that's the biggest thing that a lot of these games are missing. You know, I look at like uh, Saints Row, the third or whatever they just remastered. Yeah, yeah, yeah great actually looks really really good but it still plays like a 360
0: game you know you know what i'm saying when it comes to that kind of stuff it's just yeah this is not the same yeah um yeah remaster sorry not remake james good point uh walter said and and it's probably a good point too is that remember this was the rhode island studio that made this game uh with kurt schilling of course the old phillies pitcher and that whole debacle lawsuit everything that occurred in that um but um, yeah, it was never meant to be a single game, and then maybe that's a good point, right? Maybe there was some already writing done, some kind of you know work pre-production work done on expanding this universe that was able to be salvaged. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if we've heard any details about that or not. We will see. Yeah, I will be playing it. <laughs> Leonidas said, uh, "Borderlands 2 uh, released a DLC seven years after the game, and as I have hundreds and hundreds of hours in Borderlands 2." And for the life of me, I can't recall what you're talking about.
1: It was the one that, uh, with Firehawk, the Firehawk one, with the, uh, what's her face? Gosh, damn. Lilith? That yeah. It was the Lilith one, where you went to like a junkyard and stuff. It was, I think it, I don't know if it was supposed to be, it was supposed to branch two and three together, maybe, but I can't remember what exactly what it was called. Oh. It was like Yeah, it was like maybe 10 hours. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. That's like, fair. Yeah, that's yep. fair. I think yeah. yeah. To your point, I think that's a little a little bit different because you're right. They were getting people prep for Borderlands Three. Yes, I okay. Yeah,
1: yeah it was still good.
0: Oh, it's still good. Yeah, I played it. Yeah, okay. Now I know what you mean. Gotcha. All right. Um, look at look at Walter. Look at the big brain on Walter here. It was a transitory DLC. Transitory. There's our word of the day, folks.
1: That's awesome. All right.
0: Yeah. Which is very true. Transitory DLC. You don't see that used often, but very true. Good call out. Nice. All nice. right. We also got yesterday, and I don't know how much of our community is into this. I know maybe some are, but there was a Nintendo Treehouse live. And a lot of people have been criticizing Nintendo, uh, over the past couple months, cause they've just been extremely quiet. You know, animal crossing came out, broke all sorts of records. People are still playing it like crazy, but since then they've just been extremely quiet. Um, and so they had a uh, treehouse live uh yesterday with the big focus being paper mario which uh releases next friday and uh about 30 minutes of paper mario so showed the world showed gameplay combat system you know walked through a bunch of stuff did you get a chance to check this out no i did not see this one
1: okay um, are you were you
0: planning to buy paper mario
1: of course i was but you know (laughs) it sounds like it's not really that great you know so i don't know i mean i I'll never play that one. That's the problem. I, I was never a big paper Mario guy. So, and you know, my switch is basically relegated to animal crossing at the moment because I can't get them back. Can't get my stuff
0: <laughs> back. So. so you're one of the families where it's just nonstop animal crossing.
1: Pretty much. And that's probably why Nintendo hasn't said much. they they're just of like riding that wave that probably still hasn't crashed. They're just chilling out on the animal crossing stuff. Animal crossing.
0: There you go. Animal Crossing. Yeah. There's nothing else to say. I mean, in Japan, it's like four or five million copies right now, which in Japan is unheard of. I mean, that doesn't happen. No game sells that many copies in Japan. Nuts. So anyway, I I watched it. I was actually very interested in Paper Mario. Um, I I don't play my Switch hardly at all. I'm looking for that game that's going to get me to play the darn thing. And I was hoping Paper Mario would be it. Then they announced it was released in the same day as Ghost of Tsushima, which is already a bad thing for me. And then I watched the thing yesterday, and uh, I got to be honest with you, it didn't do it for me. Um, and I don't news. think, I, yeah, I don't think I'm alone here because I, I did see some other comments where it's like I just, I don't know. It looks like it could be fun, but do I want to spend my time investment with? So, it's a question we always ask. A million things to play, so many amazing games you can't already get to. Do I really want to spend my 50, 60 bucks on that game, uh, and spend my time on it when I could yeah. be playing something else?
1: Well, if you wait three years, you could get it probably for 50 bucks. So just,
0: you know, be patient. <laughs> be patient. Very true. Very yep. true. So you guys let me know what you guys think. Uh, but, yeah, I, if you watch this and you were interested in Paper Mario, did your interest go up or down Cause, or about the same? Because, uh, yeah, I just I watch it. I'm like, this just looks – I'm not trying to use the, the traditional joke at Nintendo's expense here. I don't mean it this way, but it looked a little kiddy to me. Yeah. Um, in the sense of like, I don't think it's going to hold my interest because it's so basic looking, the stuff you're doing in the game. Because you're growing up. (laughs) Finally.
1: (laughs) Finally. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: Hilarious. So, anyway, they also caught a lot of flack. I don't know if you guys saw this. The only other game they showed, which they hadn't announced previously, was Bakugan, which I don't even know what that is. You're absolutely talking to the wrong podcast. Um, I is did it, watch this, some this the of thing it.
1: Something with the discs, where like you shoot the discs and. No,
0: know. that no, because my son was into that. That was Beyblade. No, oh, okay, Beyblade. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. yeah, no, that yeah, was Beyblade. Be... Beyblade. Um, Bakugan is something else. One of those other, you know, one of those other things. But what I found particularly funny about this is when we, when I wrote up the notes to this, and I haven't looked recently, guys. So I'm going to actually go out and look right now. But people. There were, there were the people who were really getting on Nintendo's case about this. Uh, like, what the hell is this? And when I looked yesterday, it was a video, an official video from Nintendo that had three times as many dislikes as likes,
1: hmm.
0: which say, you never saw. So here you go. All right, here it is. It currently, the official video from Nintendo has 000, 2,100 likes. It has almost 6,000 dislikes. Perfect. That's so it. Wow, well, I
1: mean, and then that's not a whole lot of likes and dislikes, I guess. Well, I mean,
0: it just went live yesterday, so okay. it doesn't have a ton of views. The the number one comment is this game is so bad, even the developers sound like they don't want to play it. Wow. So yeah, it's uh, I don't understand. You know, you think what I was just saying, right? You've got you've been quiet for months. Animal Crossing, obviously, big hit. Paper Mario, I'm sure it's Mario. People are going to play the hell out of it. But yeah. you you take the other time of your only event you've had mm-hmm. in months to show one other game and it's this, um, it just seems weird to me.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: So anyway, we don't have to keep on it. It's not worth even continuing to talk about it. Lots mm. of ghost of Tsushima chat, uh, since we brought it up that releases next Friday as well, as we're talking. So only six days here, guys, and ghost of Tsushima is finally here. I know I'm not as high on it as some people are. That's okay. Uh, I'm still buying it. I'm getting the steel book edition. Of course, the steel books are awesome. And uh, I am still excited for it. I know you pump for it, Dan. Oh, yeah. I am ready to go. I'm going to be doing the review. <laughs> yes, that's right. You are reviewing that for us. Yeah. So that'll be cool. Um, I'll have it done in two days. <laughs> <laughs> So we did hear something this week, and uh, it was a uh, someone uh, commenting on a bunch of journalists have been playing it. Um, you know, Sony. I don't know where my copy is, but uh, you know, we'll deal with that on a separate time. Um, <clears throat> but uh, we did hear that a lot of the side quests are uh, very well done. More, and everyone always uses Witcher three to compare it to, right? But I did see some people saying the side quests are very well done and very interesting. So that does intrigue me, at least. So, I
1: am. If it, I mean if they are like half as good as the side quests and you know as the Witcher threat, perfect. Let's do Yeah. It. yeah. I just I'm I'm curious. There's a lot of questions I have about it. Still, I don't want to read reviews when the bargain goes up, I think the 14th. So Wednesday ish. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A couple days so, before launch. Yeah. I just
1: want to make sure it's not souls like. No. Or Assassin's Creed like. That's the biggest questions I have, and you know, then again, how big it is and all that stuff. But yeah, it's one of those games where I don't. If I review a game, I typically don't read reviews. But if it's also going to be a Souls-like game, I might have to reconsider (laughs) because it'll never get done. It'll be, it'll be. Yeah, I'm gonna do this review for this.
0: (laughs) Well. So I've read two things that are kind of interesting, and anyone in chat, feel free to add here. But uh, So it has difficulty levels, right? So you can definitely tune down the difficulty. But I have also read that the combat, which they started to show this week, um, is so that it's meant to be realistic in the fact that if you get hit a few times directly, you'll die. And I don't know how those two things, you know what I mean? That seems like a weird, almost indirect competition with one another.
1: I mean, yeah, I guess if you're playing on a normal difficulty level, maybe, you know, maybe that's, or a harder difficulty, maybe that's what they were talking maybe. about. Yeah, no, maybe, maybe there's like a
0: realistic right. difficulty that's the harder end, maybe, survival or something like that. I am interested. You can play the whole game. Not that I'm going to, because the OLED's going to be too beautiful for this game, I think. But you can play the whole game in black and white, which is awesome. Yeah.
1: See, that's I, I'm probably going to do that afterwards. I'll probably go back and check and it play. out. Yeah, and try it I, I think it'd be really cool. But I kind of want to get every, like, the whole experience right off the bat. So we'll see.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Souls games. Jordan's talking about them. Um, I can't wait to see Elden Ring. I really can't. I, I, a new Souls game that's more like S- Soulsborne game that's more like Souls, less like Sekiro. I'm super excited. Yeah. Screw that impossible hard normal easy dan that's perfect it's perfect. I mean, that that's is perfect i mean
1: i've been lobbying these game companies to just put that in there the rodriguez level of playing <laughs> where you basically just watch it and press a button every once in a while no doubt it's, it's yeah it's like quick time events except it's Dan time events so you have a <laughs> long time to actually and you can't fail them Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just press anything. (laughs) (laughs) The only way you can fail is if you don't press the button.
0: That's the only way. (laughs) (laughs) If you disconnect the controller, it's the only way. And then it just pauses and waits for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It it looks at you like, are you going to press this button? (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. Yeah, Eli, you're right. Uh, With the the deepness of the blacks on OLED, the black and white mode could look really cool as well. Leonidas, Mortal Shell does look awesome. I actually... uh, uh, I think I have a beta key for it that I haven't even, you know, put in to use. I know Cloud's playing it, so he may uh, do a write up for us on the site. So uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. But it does look good. You're right, especially from a smaller developer. Um, anyway, let's get to what we're currently playing, Dan. What you been
1: up to? I played the entire playthrough of GTA five within the last week and a half or so. Good God, man! Oh, I have no time. I have that time, man. So yeah, you know, I mean, does it look like I'm getting thinner? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway it was this virtual fault really because he kind of mentioned it he's like yeah i'm gonna reinstall." yeah and so i'm like yeah well i'm gonna do the same thing and i really really had a good time with it i didn't you know i didn't have i was getting achievements i was like what the hell i already played this game i forgot yeah, yeah, yeah. that you actually get it on or i had it on the 360s when i played through it um okay. it's not the driving is terrible or i'm terrible going to go with me some of the uh, controls are pretty bad. Controls are still bad. Yeah, they yeah. didn't really fix anything going into there. Um, but the story was still really good. It's hilarious. It's so funny. I'm a, like I, the whole time I was playing it, I was like, there is zero chance we ever get a game like this in this day and age. It just won't happen. Like just the the, the, the writing, yeah. The writing, yeah. I, I hope they do. I hope you, people- you
0: don't, I don't know, man. Rockstar doesn't care. Right. Yeah, they don't, and that's great. Yeah. you know that's 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 i you do that i mean they, so, they, could,
1: they could probably take it to another level
0: really with everything that's happening no you know um, you know 100% that yeah. what is going on in this country especially over the past couple of years is going to play a huge part in grand theft auto 6 yeah 100% oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. will will me comes in what's up will me good to see you yeah. comes in and says rockstar games are always terrible don't at me oh my god did he just come in and salt red dead 2 in front of us hey, what the hell's happening what has happened hey don't me while you're
1: there are we doing your show this week or are we doing <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there for us but anyway i've been playing that i got I the, the, the borderlands dlc i wanted to get on that i'm still doing the casino one i'm just kind of playing through the easy stuff uh,
0: nice nice yeah. is it good
1: yeah and then yeah it's so far it's hilarious, you know, okay. but that's like a different kind of humor. You know, it doesn't really, it's kind of, yeah, it's more no. like, I'm just over the top. It's not
0: satirical. It's You're over right. the top. Yeah.
1: It's not yeah. really kind of like a social commentary on what's going on. So Yeah. Uh, and so then D- D- Diego
0: said our dude, uh, Red Dead 2 is the goat, which he's correct. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and we are on Wilming's show this week. Okay. We were, <laughs> Wilming, we at the start of the show, we were saying we couldn't remember if it was this week or the following week. Yeah, so thank you for that.
1: We're having problems. Um, fantastic. Uh, and then... Uh, I started the order last night again. I don't know what Have it you is. Ever about finished game. No, everybody says it's like six hours long, That's but not it long. seems like it drags so bad. It is like the most boring game, at least in the first <laughs> hour or two that I've ever played. I'm just like, can we, let's can we do something here? Because I'm gonna just punch myself in the face. I mean, it was. It, it, it's a pretty
0: slow game, to be honest.
1: So slow.
0: I liked it. I mean, it's not great, but yeah. I liked it.
1: Yeah, and the graphics—I mean, they still look good, but they're getting a little bit dated. Very, very washed. It's very washed. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's
0: because they—they they really pushed the limits of the PS4 at the time, yeah. but to do so, they—they they cut corners kind of all over the place. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I want to. I, I'm going to try to finish it. If not, I'll jump back on something else. I'm sure. Oh, and you know, the other one I've been playing, Iron Man VR. I think I'm about have. To oh yeah. It. Super okay.
0: Fun.
1: But I—I've I, had a couple of days where I've had like some headaches, so I couldn't play it um also i don't know why but like i don't even do that much and i I start sweating like crazy (laughs) i I try to play in a chair which i'm not supposed to do because i I gotta move my camera or something because there's times where like there's something in front of you and you have to like pick it up or like lift the top off a box and because i'm sitting down the camera doesn't recognize me until like until like right here like i go Um, down
0: yeah and
1: so then i can't grab the thing i'm over here grabbing the thing and then like I, i took like some like a video of it like you can just sit there and do this like you know oh computer. man you got it you got a grade a rating right
0: away didn't you
1: right yeah and so i was <laughs> like okay so, so i was looking down so i was like i'm gonna record that and put it on twitter i it wouldn't show my hand moving back and forth i was so mad i still got the video and i got to i'm gonna try it again maybe this is the camera angle
0: it you was put it on twitter you're gonna end up getting your you're gonna end up getting canceled
1: oh that's already gonna happen <laughs> but you know I, it's, it's super fun it's, it's a, it's nothing like, you know, it's going to blow your mind, but it's, it's, it's definitely, you feel like Iron Man. Assuming. Is it
0: meaty? Does it have good, decent content? No,
1: it's, it, it's, it's more just, <laughs> it's just fun. You know, sometimes you don't need like good content to just be fun. <laughs> oh so,
0: boy. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And VR experiences are like that. So. Right, and that's and,
1: what they are. They're, you're not looking, it's, they've got some hack doing Tony Stark's voice. I don't know who it is. Maybe it's Troy Baker. Who knows? And and and, and <laughs> you just, it's cheesy and one liney and all the kinds of stuff. And I'm pretty sure I know what's gonna happen after the first like two levels. I was like, yeah, a yeah. bad guy, you know. it's <laughs> you know, so it's 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 kind of telegraphing everything. We'll see. Maybe I'm way off. Maybe they're doing it on purpose. Okay. I doubt it, but
0: yeah, I doubt game. it too. That's you're not looking at a giant budget game here. No. Uh, what's up, Infinite? Good to see you, man. Thanks for stopping by.
1: Hello. Shizno,
0: thanks for being here, man. Have a good day, Wilmy said. Uh, PlayStation VR is the Walmart of VR, which is true. It is budget VR. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. What do we pay for it? Like we got it on a sale. That one it was like a hundred. I got it for one ninety nine with yeah, with, right. with three games. Yeah. Way better than. You. Yeah, I, I really would like to play on the uh, index with uh, Half Life uh, Alex, but I. Um, yes. I just don't want to spend the money. It's not that yeah. I can, My son's but
1: you've got the wireless
0: vibe or whatever the hell it is yeah I mean, hcz5 pro yeah. i think the pro is the full wireless one and bill built in yeah. yeah you have to
1: set up all these sensors all over the room and all this other stuff yeah it's insane. insane yeah give
0: again vr is just it's still evolving right when they get it to a place where the entry experience is easy to set up and wireless and stuff it'll it'll grow more yeah so we've been playing them. uh God, not too much, to be honest with you. Um, not too much out of what I've already talked about. So, play Elu and I, who's in chat, have um, been playing Rocket League every day. We play competitive duos, and uh, I'm generally terrible. And, uh, you know, we're silver ranked, trying to get gold and uh, keep going backwards because I'm generally terrible. So, um, But Rocket League's a lot of fun. A uh, really cool game. They continue to update. It's awesome to jump in because, you you know, matches last five minutes. Mm-hmm. And so you can jump in, you know, I'll text them after work when I've had a busy ass day and just be like, Hey, you wanna hit some matches? We'll play four or five matches real quick. And it's just fun, you know, even though I get pissed that I I'm, I'm terrible. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of path of exile. So like I said, we've got a four player kind of co op going on that and uh all the way up to almost a level sixty character already. Good and word. Um, yeah, oh, it just keeps going, man. It's a it's a near endless game. And uh how, really how cool. Is to-
1: it, how is it single player? Like can you it's, it's oh it's real good okay
0: yeah it's real good in fact foof so foof and i played like a year and a half ago two years ago i got him into it on xbox when it came to xbox and then we started playing this foreplay and he's like you know what i want to experiment with a different build so he's playing it solo at the same time in a separate game oh, and the nice thing is there's like eight or nine character classes um and because the way the skill tree is the passive tree and path of exile you can there's so many there's like unlimited ways you can build it's right. not like Diablo 3 where there's like five classes and as you rank up you unlock this skill then this skill then it's not like that at all. It's it's like fully customizable, way 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 deeper than Diablo 3. Gotcha. So, nice. Um what else? What else? What else? World of Tanks, man. Always playing tanks. Um, yeah. yeah, playing a lot. They've got a lot of events going on right now. They do an event every month now and for July they're doing the whole independence thing, so they're focused on like American tanks and uh, they've got this highway event going on and just it's just cool man there's always something to kind of achieve in that game so if you like competitive multiplayer where you're every time you play you feel like you're working towards something tanks is great for that but the thing i did want to talk about real quick is uh so i am going to start on halo combat evolved again today on master chief collection um i've been talking about for a while going back and playing them all i've played Honestly, Halo Combat Evolved campaign, I have no joke over the course of my life, probably played beginning to end at least 20 times, at least. Um, But I'm going to go back, play it again, because I want to do that, and then I'm going to write my next retrospective, the Examining the Classic series we do on Halo Combat Evolved. I actually started writing it months ago, but I think it'll be really good to go back through the game, just refresh and get ready. It'll be a good lead up to Infinite, um, and I'm just I'm really really looking forward to that. So, so you really kind of you, you think Halo is a classic? Is what you're telling me? Kind Halo of? C, Halo CE, yeah, <laughs> Halo <laughs> CE. I will debate with anyone all day every day. Is one of the most meaningful games to ever release in the industry.
1: Agree to disagree.
0: Yeah, top ten for sure. <laughs> Not saying even if you don't even if you don't think it's one of the best games. You cannot argue the impact that it had on the industry. Massive.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I, I you know what I think about Halo. I yeah. mean, I, I don't hate it. I I, have to, I feel like I have to say this every time. I don't hate Halo. I'm just not good at it.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> you don't let, you don't do the competitive aspect of it, right? Which, right, yeah. when you're talking Halo, is a huge part of Halo. So
1: yeah, I yeah. Well, say I loved like Halo Three. Loved it. Well,
0: speaking of which, we didn't talk about it, but that's on PC this week too, which is awesome. Yeah, Mariano, damn it, he did it, he did did it, it. he did it it again. The dollar ninety nine super chat, Halo three on PC. Yes, thank you, Mariano. Seriously though, I know we joke a lot about it, but thank you very much. Um, Just so you guys are clear, all our regulars here, the super chats. um, First of all, let me say one thing: Apple and Google, kiss my ass, because you guys are just ridiculous. So. They take like a 30% cut um, and then don't even get me into how they set up getting the money from the Super Chats because it's ridiculous. But regardless, I wanted to let anyone know that the Super Chats we do receive here, we don't keep them. They literally go to running this podcast and running the site. So you're you're helping. We don't do any monetization, which I know all you guys know, right? There's no ads on the site. There's none of that. It's all out of pocket. So the Super Chat money just goes into helping run the site. That's it. So thanks again crack (laughs) (laughs) like five (laughs) percent small percentage yeah Um, money i got to pay to get to the place (laughs) (laughs) but uh so thank you appreciate that yes halo 3 on pc obviously that's halo 3 i know for most of the halo community i'm one of the weird ones but for most of the halo community that is the goat um, halo 3 and so to see that with the pc community master chief collection immediately again went back to the best-selling game on steam when they announced this this week. Um, so it's it's fantastic timing. And obviously, it goes without saying, they're leading into the debut of Infinite, right? Getting that Halo community pumped and primed and ready for when Infinite comes out. So, all right. Um, but anyway, yes, uh, that'll be fun to write that again because those are fun series. So with that, I think we're getting ready to head out of here. I wanted to thank everyone, um, as I always do, Super Chats and just the support and everything. Oh man, come on, launch Bizzle (laughs) (laughs) twenty dollars super chat man. That's way too generous. Um, (laughs) I will keep my name is canceled. Yeah, keep your name is canceled. Yeah, (laughs) Um, we got to get it. We should get it trending on Twitter. Come on now, hashtag game canceled.
1: No, wait a minute.
0: But no, thank you. That's super generous. I, you guys know me well enough now. I, I don't know what to say to generosity. I, I yeah, massively appreciate it. I, I, it's especially I've had a lot of fun today and I just want to say that, you know, when it's just Dan and I, and we can kind of go back in this and it's we're literally having a conversation with you guys while we're chatting and it's it's so much fun. I don't yep. know what you think, Dan, but I freaking fine, love it, man. I love it. Yep. Yeah. So it's awesome. So thank you guys so much. Appreciate that. Um, I lost my train of thought now. Oh, close now, close now, close now. So if you missed it, on Monday, we actually did a special episode. We did our Last of Us 2 spoiler cast. Um, And so if you haven't checked that out yet, you've beat Last of of Us 2 and you care what these uh, groany old men think, uh, you can find that. That was me, Dan, Bert, and Elu, who's in the chat as well, all giving our thoughts. Um, New article up on the site about uh, $70 game prices from Steve. He had some thoughts on it, so definitely check that out if you haven't, please. And then, like I said, we got some fun shows coming up in the uh, next couple of weeks too. We're on Wilmy show, Beyond the B- Gaming, Beyond the Box on Wednesday night. So Wilmy, you know, always a great show, and uh, <laughs> we got Eggplant, always a great show, and uh, it's going to be fun to be back on there. Dan, that's your first time on.
1: No, I think we we did it. Uh,
0: when did we do it? Because Wilmy's been on here once, Yes. and then I, think I was it. on Wilmy show, but I, I I thought I was on without you for some reason. I, I was there. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was on Discord, I think.
0: Welcome to the guys who are losing their memory. Oh my god. Uh, bad. No, I don't remember. I yeah, bet. see, Wilmy said no. I'm yeah. gonna trust him. Get out of here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> who the hell anyway. are
0: you <laughs> <with>? <laughs> Wednesday, eight PM Eastern, beyond the box, gaming I always say beyond the box, gaming beyond the box. Check it out, it's gonna be awesome. We've got Mads Gaming coming on here next week, next Saturday. So that's going to be fun because that'll be the first time he's been on. I've been on his show and we had an interview, not interview, but a conversation live. Um, but he hasn't been on this show, so that'll be awesome. And then the week after that, like I said, after the Xbox showcase, we're doing the collaborat- collaboration with the Iron Lords, which should be a blast as well. So anyway, um, I'll just say it one last time, guys. Thank you, everyone. It's been a lot of fun today. Great conversation as always. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Take care. Yep.